Did you know that the original gameplay plans for Diablo was going to be turn-based? You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos, and opinions, make sure you visit the xboxhub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy, and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello, welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast episode 165. My name is Gareth Bryan, I'm going to be your host. On my virtual left is Mr. James Burke. How are you doing, James? Hello, uh, not too bad. I mean, I could be playing Frozen Quest 3. <laughs> and here I am. You could be. Yeah. So uh, let's make it worthwhile. Oh, I hope you can live up to the expectations of Puzzle Quest 3. Mm. Um, on my virtual right is Mr. Paul Renshaw. How are you doing, Paul? Good evening, Gareth. Unlike uh, certain members of the podcast, I'll not try and pad my part here. Um, I'll just say I'm doing very well. Thank you very much. And I'm not playing Puzzle Quest 3. Good. Um, and on my virtual opposite, back for a long time, we haven't seen for a long time, is Mr. William Caruana. How are you doing, William? How are you doing? I am doing very well, and you nailed the name. So I did, did I? Well done. It's because I did. did. Because I didn't think First about it. Ever. Great to be back. William, how, when's the last time you were on? I want to say late 2021 at oh, this dear. point. I think so, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was finishing up a master's, uh, you know, getting into the habit of working, and now I'm back. <laughs> And William, how's it all been going on? How's it been going on? Have you finished? How's it? Because William lives in Toronto, Canada. I'd like to mention this. And how's it all going there? What you've been doing? Everything's going great. You know, I uh, I finished up my masters. Uh, I'm working in events now, but obviously I'm still contributing to Xbox Hub. A lot of exciting stuff going on in the field of Xbox. I'm actually. Uh, hosting a screening party of the uh, showcase next week in a small theater I rented. Oh, so brilliant. It's, it's just a very exciting time. Maybe we can come over there. Well, there's uh, <laughs> 10 tickets available still. Oh, great. So, okay. Let's get us there. Let's have a word with Neil. Let's yeah. see if he'll sponsor us to go out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, William, what have you been doing this week? Honestly, this week has been a bit quiet. I did, however, get to catch up with a couple of friends from Montreal. So we met over the weekend. We went to the only cheesecake factory here in uh, Toronto. We we ended up waiting an hour for a table, so that was that was quite messy. But the food was good, wow. and yeah, that's that's about it for me. Oh, I could do with some cheesecake now, Paul. What about you? Been, Big cheesecake fan? Say, you have to really like cheesecake to queue for an hour to get some. I mean. Flipping out. Um, yeah, I, I do love a cheesecake. Obviously, in my uh, pre-diabetic days, they're not so good now. Um, they're, they are the enemy. Um, but other than that, I've just been doing the usual, really. We went to the cinema for the first time in a long time and watched Guardians 3, which was fantastic. Really enjoyed it. Um, and went fishing three times over the four-day weekend that I've just had. So, yeah, quite enjoyed myself. Oh, good. Good. And you like? Did you like Guardians? I'm sorry, I missed that. Did you... I I did enjoy Guardians. Yeah, it was fantastic. I what I really want, you know, how they make the pop figures of the Guardians um, 
characters now. Yeah. What I want is, I don't know if you've seen it, but there's one bit where Groot goes absolutely crazy with some guns, and that would make the best pop figure ever. Good. I really want that. Great. Okay. I do too. There you go. James, yeah. What about you, James? How's your week been? Well, I'd love to say I've done a lot. Um, I'd love to say I've been to two concerts. But in reality, I've been listening to two concerts that went on down the road from me about five minutes away this weekend. There was a Queen concert and an Ava concert. And from my house, you could hear it. It was really entertaining. <laughs> could you see it as well? Uh, no. And there's no lights or anything. It's no. a shame it was a bit too uh, too bright out because it would be nice to have some lighting, you know, some effects. Um, but yeah, it was a tribute act, obviously, to Queen. It wasn't really Queen. Um, I was yeah, going to say, unless Freddy's come back. <laughs> I mean, you never know. You never know these days. You never, never do. Say never. Um, I also watched Barry, the finale of Barry this week, which I know no spoilers, but it was probably the best finales I've seen for a while of any series. I don't know if you've seen it, Gareth. I have. I think it was definitely... It ended on a natural end rather than like most series where it goes on and on and on. I think it was really well done, the whole series. Yeah. Um, I think that's my week, really, because I've had a very sad last two days because I've watched three of my favourite series end. And I've got another one one I'm going to watch tonight. I've probably seen it. Yeah. <laughs> the Arrowverse. I was hanging on to the end. Um, it's finally over. No, I had Barry, which is like James just said, a fantastic end to the series. If you haven't seen it, it's on Now TV or Sky Atlantic. Um, Succession, which finished, which is a kind of masterclass in writing and acting. And I had a very good ending as well. And The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is on Amazon UK. If you haven't seen that, Fire series is a fantastic series, brilliantly done. It's about comedy, and yeah, it's beautiful. It's, that was again another brilliant. And then now, I, I, I've watched the last Ted Lasso. I think is on this week. So very sad. I don't know what I'm going to watch. But we've got games to play, haven't we? Look at that link. That's good, isn't it? Oh, oh, oh so I can see why you're the host. Right. Yeah, good, smooth. Finally, yeah. Segway master. <laughs> <On> experience. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about two games each this week. Um, who should we start with? Let's start with William. Let's start with you. What's your first game? It's been a while. Yeah, uh, Tears of the Kingdom. I am just I'm hopelessly addicted to it. It's so fun. I've already unlocked all the towers. Now I'm going through the story. It's just pretty much everything I could have hoped for in the sequel to Breath of the Wild. And the funniest thing is, for the first two hours, I didn't really like it. But once I got used to those controls, it just felt so good. Why didn't you like it, first of all? Is it the controls? Yeah, the, the controls are a little bit much to get used to at first. It's the sort of thing that would feel probably better on a keyboard and mouse but once you get used to them it's pretty amazing the stuff you can do in this game like i i've seen people building life-size replicas of metal gears and uh building the tower of uh, 37 uh trees all stuck together and climbing to the top of it it's it's really something it's it's a very good game so I don't know because I haven't got a Switch and I didn't play Breath of the Wild. And so has it got what you're saying? Is it 
has it got a kind of crafty open world feel to it as well? Can you do creative things in it like you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, it's it's certainly an evolution of it. They do reuse a lot of the assets from the first game, so the world Hyrule is still the same, but they sort of add on top and below it without going into too many spoilers here. But in terms of the systems, I'd say it actually reminds me a lot of uh, Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, if they sort of took that to the next level. And it is funny in that that game has sort of been vindicated over the years by people who have gone back and said, oh, you know what, this is really good, actually. And they sort of adapt that into Zelda, so to speak. You can build cars, you can build skateboards, you can build... You can attach a minecart to a shield, jump on the shield, and then grind the minecart rails like it's uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. It's just wow. a lot of different things like that. It's it's very fun. How long is the game? To comp- you haven't completed it yet, have you? Too bloody long. <laughs> <laughs> from what I've heard from friends, anywhere from 50 to 70 hours, so... Let's put it this way. I don't suspect I'll beat this one this year. I don't suspect I'll beat Starfield this year, and I'm totally happy with that. <laughs> good, good. Um, Paul, what's your first game? My first game is going to be a game called Drift CE or Drift C or something. I'm not quite sure how you pronounce it. And basically, it's like, you know, the mechanic simulator games. Mm. If that and Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift had a little baby, it would be this game. So the game's split into two halves. You've got a part where you're in the garage and you get your base car and you can change all of the things on it. Apart from tyres, which I'm having a real trouble fit into the car. I've got no idea how to get them on the rims. Um, But you can swap out the engine, you can swap out the exhaust, you can swap out all the body panels. It's really good building your own car. You have to put it on the dyno and test it and then move it back to the ramp and lift it in the air and change all the bits. So that's that's great fun. And then you get to take the monstrosity that you've created out onto the track and do some um, sort of missions in various locations, all involving the noble art of drifting. Um, and it's a lot of fun. I'm really having quite a good time with it. It's incredibly hard. When you think, you know, I I play Forza Horizon 5, I know how to drift, and then you go to a game like this where it's a lot more serious, it's uh, it's very tricky to keep a drift going, but it's it's a great challenge and one that I'm enjoying playing currently. This game sounds awful, but... It sounds like it does say on the box not for Gary. It does sound like it's the perfect game for you, drifting and also customization and fiddling bits of, with cars. Yeah. yeah, and you can color them in and everything. It's great. Um, so look out for an upcoming review when I can actually find five minutes to write something down. Have you? Is it a full price game? Uh, I don't know that sounds far too much like you'd expect me to do some research Gareth. <laughs> right there you go that's what we like to hear this is why we come here for the facts uh, any, any questions about uh drift c it's 25 quid by the way thank you James. there you go so it, it's not a full price game then good 
Okay. Um, good. James, what about you? Oh, oh. Oh, good. Uh, one more question. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, what locations do you use driving? Um, you any famous ones? They seem to be, the ones I've raced so far are in Japan. Um, there are oh. none that I recognise, um, but they're all sort of closed tracks. There's none of this hooning uh, around the streets and driving irresponsibly. Or indeed parking up and looking in the shop windows like certain people that we know. Um, but yeah, it's it, other than that, it's 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 properly challenging. That's the thing I like about it. You've mm. got to drive the car. There's none of this handhold traction control nonsense. Okay, great. Good. Not for you, James. Not for me. Not for you, not for you James. Probably not for anybody apart from me. Yeah. So, um, James, what's your first game? Uh, well, this one might be for you, Gareth, because it's a fighting game that's for people who aren't familiar with fighting games or are just really rubbish Ooh. at fighting games. Um, <laughs> it, it's called Verdict Guilty. It's a retro-inspired cops versus robbers themed fighting game. So it's going to be a bit like Street Fighter back in the day or Fatal Fury. And there's a story to it. Basically... He's facing a neo version of Seoul in South Korea, and the police officers are patrolling the streets because there's a, a new crime wave, loads of terrorist attacks going on. So you're basically playing out fights between the terrorists and the cops. Um, and even though it's not the best story in the world, <laughs> never. Um, no, it's not. I, I, I'm disappointed to tell you this. Uh, it is actually quite an interesting fighting game. Right. Because in the story mode, every like round in the story mode, there are different objectives to do. And they kind of teach you the mechanics of the game. So in the first round, you might only be able to do punches or kicks. And the next one, you can use a special item. Like some have got guns. Uh, some can bring their dog in to do an attack or a homing pigeon, which is quite different. Um, I mean, because why not? A homing and pigeon. Also, I mean, th- th- don't leave home without one, criminals. Exactly. <laughs> um, use a taser. And you can even get handcuffs. You can put the handcuffs on. You can't block anything for a certain amount of time. Um, so it is very different to your average fighting game. Yeah. Uh, it is a little bit short on the old longevity now. I mean, after you've played the story mode and, you know, try it with a few different characters, there's not much else to keep you going. It's not multiplayer. I play. There's a local multiplayer. Okay. But not online. Which is missing, <laughs> but I can understand why. It's, it's quite a cheap game. It's like seven quid. Right. You can't expect online. Yeah, it's good for a little few hours here and there. You know what I mean? And then put it away for the rest of the year. Um, I get it a three and a half. Oh. Okay. Any more questions? Uh, Is it as awful as it sounds? <laughs> no, honestly. I, I've solved it quite badly. Yeah, I was going to say, because it sounds awful. The, the, the fighting is really cool. You know, there's some really different attacks. And... It's interesting to have to dodge the bullets and fire them back and 
It's an old, it's an old school sort of nineties um, fighter, isn't it? Arcade fighter. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So they like those kind of games, and it, you know it's something different. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm um, sorry if you heard a little creak then. That was just a, a door in my haunted house opening. Um, right. <laughs> that was a recording to complain. It's the ghost. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, my game, my first game, is a game called After Us. And it's a game that I think came out last week. Our reviews on the website. Um, After Us is a, a platform game. I think platform, maybe an open world 3D platform game in that, I'm trying to think of a comparison, maybe something like um, Inside or maybe not Inside. Um, but you play, the idea is that it's um, the world is finished. Um, environmental disaster, everything's gone, all the animals are gone, all the humans have gone. And you play Gaia, who... Um, it goes out into the world and you're trying to get the spirits of all the animals um, back again to the place called the Ark, which is like a sort of sanctuary. And then basically your idea is you're going to get all the spirits of the animals and then you're going to reboot the world. So when you go into eight sort of areas, you go through these areas and they're like kind of abstract, surreal kind of places of where these environmental disasters might happen. So you might have one in the ocean, you might have one... Um, you have one whole set in a, in a shopping mall and it's all that kind of like a comment on commercialism and the environment and then you might have one in set in a factory and like, yeah. so it goes so it, ha it has all these kind of areas but you travel through these kind of like very kind of big open world areas and your task is to is try to get to the boss of each one which is like the, the spirit of one animal but at the time you can go and collect all the spirits of the other animals and the moment you start to collect those spirits so if you find a dog or a badger or a lion they will just start the ghosts of them just start to appear in the levels with you as you're going along so you'll just see them hanging out by the side or stuff like that and um it's got it's a i really i really loved it I was near. I was nearly going for a five at one point, but it's it's a couple of little glitchy bits. I had an early code, so and some of the combat. This little combat areas it gets quite annoying. It's a usual platform. You can jump and stuff, but you have special abilities. You have this kind of ball of light that you can throw out, and that would do certain things. Like in combat, it will knock some of the enemies back, or it will kind of if you press it hard enough, it will make a whole areas green for a moment, like temporary. So it's quite a nice little. Uh, effect as well it's quite a hard message it's quite some might say it's quite depressing <laughs> so because you're seeing a kind of like end of world thing that's pretty similar to some of the stuff that's happening now so it has quite a strong message and maybe that message is quite hard on some people it depends how you do it if you've got no i think the problem is if you look at it and go i can't deal with anything like that you know that it's too close to home you might have a problem playing with it but if you don't, or you're concerned about stuff, and it's just it's just it's just a really nice kind of like maybe message based game. But the open world areas are they look fantastic for a kind of indie company. They've done a, an amazing job. So visually, it's it's stunning. Um, and there's the soundtrack as well that goes along with 35 original songs. It's beautiful. So yeah, I, I really recommend it. if you like your kind of platforms, you like games like Inside, kind of Limbo. I'm trying to think of another one I've played with, Somerville maybe. Um, you're like this. After us.
There we go. Any questions before I move on to William? Nothing. Silence. Uh, how many animals do you save? Loads. Stunned silence. Loads. <laughs> yes, I can, but not today. I'll do it later on. Yeah, there's I'll Dave and I'll Steve. I'll ring you up. Is that monkeys? Yeah, there's monkeys. Monkeys, monkeys. Yeah, there's monkeys. Ah, then. Yeah, good. You're in. Um, uh, it's not for Paul. Right, William. No, it's, it, I'm finding it difficult to care, I have to be honest. <laughs> William, what do you care, William? Uh, I have been playing Eastern Exorcist as well. Right. And this this game, I just got the review out on the site. It hit Game Pass, I want to say, like two weeks ago now. Uh, the 18th, I believe. And it's it's interesting. You know, it's a first-time developer, I believe, based in China. The game is published by Billy Billy, which, if that name sounds familiar, that is sort of like China's answer to YouTube or Nico Nico. Oh. And the game is a sort of 2D side-scrolling hack-and-slash type game. They call it an RPG or a Metroidvania. There aren't really massive RPG elements or Metroidvania elements, but it's just a really nice, fun game. It's uh, it's completely hand-drawn. Uh, the combat feels really smooth, really responsive. Uh, the skill trees that are there are good and pretty in-depth. You aren't going to finish anyone in a given playthrough. I mean, you technically can, but there's no real reason to. But, you know, it, it's got some areas where some polish is needed. Uh, for instance, a couple of the achievement pops are just outright untranslated, and the game, uh, the game's cutscenes are so compressed they kind of look like uh, 2006 YouTube. Nice. But... Really, it's it's a good game. It's got some good heart, and I think above all, it's just a really exciting calling card for this team. So I'm I'm certainly excited to see what they make next. Yeah, it's excellent. It does look good. So it's a it's a Metroidvania kind of game. Uh sort of. Yeah. Technically, but it's very linear in its approach. So while there are some side quests and there are a couple instances backtracking, it's largely sort of point A to B. Right. Okay. Oh, looks interesting. I'm just looking at a bit of it now. Yeah. Good. Okay. Eastern Exorcist. And you, as your review up, or you? Yeah, you... it's up. I I think I gave it an eight. It was sort of those ones that's sort of right on the cusp of a seven or an eight. But you know what? Uh, give it an eight. An eight. What's that? Eight, That's a four out of five. Four out of five. Eight out of ten, four out of five. Yeah, yeah okay. right. good. <laughs> I was going to say, if eight out of five, I'll go and play it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Paul, what have you got? Have you got an eight out of five? Um, I haven't got an eight out of five game. Um, I've got the exact opposite. I'm going to change what I've written down a little bit. Uh, and talk about, yeah, well, not even that, mate. <laughs> Honestly, Neil had talked me up to give it a one. Let's put it that way. Um, wow. So the game I'm going to talk about is called Boss Rush Mythology. Um, I didn't put it on the list. I thought I'll just keep Gareth on his toes with the edit and uh, talk about nice. it instead. Um, basically, it was sold to me as promising souls-like combat 
against a variety of mythological creatures. So like things from, you know, the Cerberus and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I thought, well, souls like combat and these sort of creatures, that does sound quite exciting. Um, and then I actually played the game and it's all right, apart from the graphics, the gameplay, the controls and everything else. Um, if you play it on easy mode, the enemies fall over if you just even look at them. But there's no rewards in the achievement um, setup to make you play it on a harder level. So you can finish the entire game, get all the 1,000G just by having enemies that fall over if you give them a hard look. Um, and honestly, it's the worst game I've played this year. It really, really is bad. Um, so, you know, they say that games reviewers don't do public service. Well, I've played this game, so you don't have to, dear listener. Um, it's absolutely terrible. The character looks like, you know, those um, you can get those mannequins from art supply shops that supposedly teach you how to draw people and you can sort of position them. You know the ones I mean? Mm. Yeah, the main character looks like that with a sword that doesn't seem to be attached to him in any way. Um, the enemies, some of the tracking on the attacks they do is ridiculous. I'm fighting a guy with a big sword. He starts to attack me. I roll behind him, and the tracking on the attack is so strong that the sword goes through his body and still hits me. Wow. And, you know, honestly, mate, not even you would play this. I know you like a Souls-like, <laughs> but this has never been a Souls-like in its life. Um, so yeah, terrible. Avoid at all costs. Okay, and this is coming from Paul. Okay, don't play this. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've only played great games like Aliens. We're not going to talk about Aliens. Fire <laughs> uh, Team Elite is a great game. Um, okay, terrible. All right, good. James, you've Honest, got... honestly, mate, yeah, it's the worst one of the year. Okay, wow. James, have you got anything better than that? I have. I've got a very good uh, point-and-click adventure called Lucy Dreaming. Mm. And it's a very British point-and-click adventure. So it's set in a small town called Biddington and you play as Lucy. And Lucy has nightmares every night. And the main purpose of the game is to stop having nightmares um, by doing tons and tons of adventure-based puzzles, um, I mean that's the game but it's much better than how I'm describing it so something else going on in Biddington something very dark and you need to find out what it is and that might solve the uh, lack of sleep it keeps getting but it's very um, old school Monkey Island kind of setup right uh, so you've got you know the cursor crosshairs on the screen and you can look at things, pick things up, talk and your adventure is always on show. Um, the puzzles are more or less straightforward. There's a few that were a bit weird, like you had to put a puffer fish onto a doormat to de-sharpen its planks. Of course. So, so you can use it to fix your tyre. On your little bike. Because um, that makes sense, mm. obviously. Absolutely. Um, but, but there's a really cool idea 
uh, and it involves a dream box. And whatever you put in your dream box, it like creates a new setting for Lucy where she goes to sleep. So it takes you to different worlds. Right. I end up talking to crabs and trolls uh, from Liverpool. Um, <laughs> and that's not even it's true. Um, Spoken like a Man United fan. And it, it's very British in the way that when you go into town, there's a Huffy Shuffy rather than Huffy Shuffer. And you have Jamie Rogers, uh, I think it's Fruity Shooters, stuff like that. And, it, <laughs> and you're just swapping stickers at one point, Benini stickers. It, it's really. You've got to play it to understand how funny it actually is. Because um, I, I, I laughed so much, way too much, for a game that, you know, was quite tricky at times. Mm. But I'm still laughing at the, the weirdness. I mean, there's even a vicar that's obsessed with this <coughs> Paul Hollywood type character. And he keeps saying, breast is their best. And it, it's just... Random moments like that, they really go, you know, it, it's really, it's a nice British humour concept for the okay. whole game. Um, I end up poisoning the vicar. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. In the toilet. With pretty shooters. There you go. Okay. Don't drink too many of them, children. Yeah. Gameplay tips from James. Any, any questions? Um... Is, uh, it a, uh, uh, is, is it a Gareth game, would you say? I think you would enjoy it. I mean, it's got voiceovers and stuff. It's all very British. A lot of Northern accents. Oh, Gareth wouldn't like it then. No. No, no he's among the people. <laughs> you don't mind Northern. As long as the people aren't Northern. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it a kid's game? Um, mm, I don't know. There's a little bit of swearing in it. Right. You can turn it off. Um, and it's... Well, how much is it? Let me check. I think it was 14 or 15 pounds. But it is very, very good. I get a four and a half. Wow. Um, okay. If you read the review, you understand it a bit more. So, and the references are just brilliant. Okay. So many references. Lucy Dreaming, thank you, James. Um, I'm going to really briefly just talk about two games, but I'm going to do it so briefly. Um, Jedi Survivor, which we've talked about before, is I finished that game. It's a very good game. You want to, if you fancy the Star Wars and game, it's 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 better than the first one. It's they've done a brilliant job there. Lots of great locations. The fighting is amazing. Give that a go. Um, great story as well. And I think Neil reviewed this Planet of Lana, which came out on the Game Pass on the 26th. Um, it's, a, it's a platform game. I played it EGX, maybe, a couple a year ago, but a little bit. And it's it's a fantastic game. I think it's kind of gone... It hasn't got... I think it much um, press. It got, really some, it got some great reviews, fantastic reviews. It hasn't... But if you've got Game Pass, you should definitely give this game a go. It's a really, really well-crafted platform game um, in this brilliant world looks wonderful yeah give it a go I think Neil gave it four and a half I'm imagining that I can't confirm that but I'm going for that 
Um, good. Let's move on from games into some game news. Now, there was something that happened today which I thought might be quite nice just to chat about. Um, Xbox did uh, a little kind of video tease, uh, which is quite nice. And everyone's going, they think it's Fable coming up for It's basically te um, teasing the showcase. And there's a little kind of video. Have you seen it, any of you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, yeah. the glitter trail. Yeah, so it's this kind of like really nice <laughs> thing about someone following a glitter trail um, from a controller and they come onto the UCV Xbox showcase. And so everyone's, because of the glitter trail and Fable games, everyone's just thinking, oh, this, this must be Fable that's going to be announced. And I'm just going to just chat to all of you now just to have a little thing. What do you think is going to be announced? Maybe, and I'm putting you on the spot here a bit. What do you think is going to be? Not, not what you hope. What do you think is going to be in the in the showcase, William? What do you think? What are you going for? Maybe. Okay, think. I really want Fable to be there, but before this video, I didn't think it was going to be there. And as someone who has been in marketing for a little bit, trust me, you sometimes miss the forest for the trees. Here, this could have easily been trying to get something else hyped up. In terms of what I think is going to be there, Hellblade seems overdue. Avowed seems overdue. They said that that was coming soon two years ago. I think it's about time we see that. There are a couple of smaller projects that I know are coming and will probably be at that showcase. Uh, one's called The Wandering Tower, for instance. That's by the team that did the Banner Saga. And that's mm. being published by Xbox. I think we'll see that there. Uh, other than that, you know, we're obviously seeing Forza, we're obviously seeing Starfield, and I think we could see a couple of other first parties announced games. I know that Double Fine's been working on this multiplayer thing called uh, Killed for a while. It was part of their Amnesia Fortnite about six years ago. If you watch the documentary, they play it a lot. I think that's probably going to be shown here. I think uh, the Team Compulsion, who did We Happy Few, are long overdue an announcement of what they're doing. And then, obviously, the hope is that we'll see something from Fable or Perfect Dark or State of Decay or Every Wild or Contraband or preferably multiples of those. Oh, there you go. Williams cover that all. Covered it all. Um, Paul, what are, you, what are you hoping to see? Um, I just agree with William. He's <laughs> obviously a lot more clever than we are. So uh, <laughs> I think, yeah, I mean, to be honest, as long as it's got Starfield there and it doesn't upset everybody like Redfall did, then I think we can count it as a win. So beyond that, I don't really know. I mean, Fable would be nice. I did enjoy playing the games previously. Um, but other than that, yeah, it's Starfield all the way for me. Okay. Um, James? I think we'll see one thing that William didn't mention was Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. I think we'll see a bit more of that game. Yeah. Okay. Um, isn't the film coming out soon? It's now, June. There is a film out soon, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it was July. Him, won't they? Yeah. Do you know what would be amazing? Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not sure if they're ready to show gameplay of Indiana Jones. I I hope so, but whether they show gameplay or just reveal the title, because we don't even mm. know what it's called technically, 
if they could get Harrison Ford out on stage through an outset, have that be the Keanu moment and actually get him to smile, that would be priceless. Good. Yeah, I think I think you've covered everything really. I think I I've got this feeling. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because the autumn's already getting quite busy. October looks mad now with the announcements we've had of Alan Wake, uh, Alone in the Dark. Now that's come out. That came out after the PlayStation Showcase. In October, we've got Lords of the Fallen. We've got Mirage, Assassin's Creed. It's, a, it's getting compact already, you know. So, and September, Starfield. So what... I think we've got Forza. I think Forza and I've got things, the ones that maybe are get announced for the autumn. I've just got this feeling Forza and Hellblade. Hellblade November. I don't mm. know. I've got this feeling. Yeah. That's mm. Forza's going to be great. Yeah. But will there be a surprise drop, do you think? Like, uh, this is out now. It'll be an it's indie like game. Rush. Yeah. We don't. Hopefully, something quite nice. I think they might do I- so. I think they'll do it, you know. Uh, now, granted, the one difficulty there is I'm not, I'm not sure if they're necessarily going to have a game ready to shadow drop the way they did Hi-Fi, mm. but it wouldn't surprise me if they did at least a beta. If it was something like, and you can play the Forza Motorsport beta today, or mm. Mm. something like that, a mm. contraband open alpha. I, I could see something like that for sure. Yeah. Like they did with uh, Halo. Remember yeah. when they released that just four weeks early by surprise? Yeah. Yeah. Also, there is a, you know, it could be a new Gears just being mentioned. That could be a thing. Not that it won't have anything to show because they just mentioned it's in development. Um, Biggest show a gear. Yeah, yeah, it would be that, would it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, Arc Two. Didn't talk about that. That was meant to be in last year's lineup of the year. Um, that could be there, but we'll see. We'll find out very soon. Um, let's just chat about games that we know that are coming out for June, and we're going to just go over our. I'm just going to go over. We've got a little article up written by Dave Ozzy. 13 best Xbox games. We can just go through some of them, see if people are excited. We did this last month, didn't we? For me. Yep. Um, Street Fighter 6. That's coming out on Friday this week. Anyone big... Any, Lord James, you love a Street Fighter game, do you? No, this one. <laughs> oh. No, no. I don't know. I think it's the artist that just put me off. It's going to be modern for me. Right. Give me some 2D graphics. That's what I want. Not it's getting some great reviews. Mm, it looks good. good. Yeah. You can play it. Can play. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be good. <laughs> yeah, great. Gareth's aged arthritic figures. That'd be great. <laughs> but you can't pick the panda. It's a different game. That's right? a different game. I did think the panda was in this one. Um, <laughs> William, are you a big Street Fighter fan? I like the games. I, I had a lot of fun playing them at the local uh, pizza shop for a while. I, I don't think I'm necessarily going to jump into six uh, because there's just so much to play right now. But it does seem the type of game I'd probably pick up on Black Friday or Boxing Day. Okay. If that makes sense. Good. Yeah. Good. Paul can't play. He's too old. I, I guess I'm going to have to do the review then. I'm just into none of you guys. You can't do it, Paul. You're, uh, you're 55. Listen. Right. Uh, you cheeky bleeder. 
<laughs> I, I'm barely 50. I'm a lot younger than you are. Old <laughs> time. Uh, uh, As you can tell with my hairline still being where it should be. Uh, um, okay, we'll move on. Street Slow 6. Um, <laughs> we'll get someone young to do that one. It's one of the youngsters. Yeah, um, one of the young kids. We love uh, Katamari Reroll. That's uh, Katamari, a little kind of like a reshaping mm. of the game. I haven't played these in years. Anyone want to anyone fancy these? Nope. Good. James William. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know if that, mate. You've played it before. Oh, there you go. It's not for you. No, there you go. I think a lot of people love this. I think there's a little updated version. Um, And these are the bunker. I think Darren's reviewing this for us at this moment in time. Can't wait for that one. (laughs) You should do a let's play. It's very scary. It It is very scary. Oh, good idea. I didn't think of that. No. (laughs) This is coming to to Game Pass, so we'll all have a go at playing it. I think it's a very, yeah, it's like you're in a bunker in World War One. It's a very kind of like, I think you've got very limited ammo. And it's a... I've seen the demo being played a few times. The demo came out and people have been let's play that. It does look it does look very scary. And really, um, yeah, it's it's all stealth and survival. William, do you like a bit of amnesia? Honestly, I'll I'll give a shot on Game Pass. Yeah. It does look scary though. It does look scary. Sure. Um Diablo 4, that's coming out. No, Is that, we're Is that Friday? Yeah. That is Friday, yeah. Who's reviewing this for us? Is it James? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I've been dropping many, many, many hints. You got to get, you know, you get your other reviews in yet, Paul. Yeah, you got to finish listen, those up. Don't you, don't you worry about <laughs> that. The decks will be cleared. Diablo Four. So, Paul, tell us about this. Why are you excited about this? going to be awesome um I, I wrote a little thingy after playing the beta um just about what a lot of fun it was it's like taking everything that was great about diablo 3 and turned it up a notch um it's reviewing really well from what i've seen mm. so far um but the the bits that i played through the betas i, I just loved it it was everything you could want from a diablo game so, um, yeah, the setting, the the way the story was told, everything else, it just looked fantastic. And the controls were, even in a beta, the controls were brilliant. And, yeah, just just give me the game and I will review it quite happily. Um, James, you, you want to review this as well? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I'll have to uh, close your favours. Yeah. Do this one. Yeah, I think you'll yeah. have to get in the queue, young James. My uh, ten-year anniversary. Oh yeah, you've done the yeah, whole ten years. Yeah, stuff. you're the yeah. you're the champion. You're the yeah. I have to pull rank. On pull rank on that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this this may be my last podcast, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> um, William, do you you a Diablo fan? I am. I I loved three. Immortal was okay. Uh, I I need to play two, so uh, I I played a ton of the beta for four. I thought it was really great. Uh, the only thing that's difficult for me is do I cave and buy it, or do I hold out hope that this Activision Blizzard yeah. Microsoft nightmare is going to yeah. end soon, and I can finally just get in Game Pass? Yeah. That's the only debate for me. 
Yeah. But regardless, I'm going to be playing it by the end of the year. Put your, it's going to be amazing. Put your name down for the review code. No one else wants no, it. D- don't. Don't. <laughs> There's going to be uh, enough arguing with me and James going for it. So. <laughs> That's the only ones but, we hear about. Wait till everyone gets in. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Willie. Let me put it this way. If you don't put your names down for Starfield, I'll leave my name off for Diablo. Just saying. Yeah, go. that's fine. I, I'll, I'll make that deal with you now, mate. Good. There you go. Um, good. Um, also, very interesting little bit of news. <laughs> the first thousand players to reach the hardcore level 100 will be immortalized in the game forever. Yep. That sounds entirely impossible uh, because uh, hardcore mode is very very tricky it's for those of you that don't know hardcore mode is basically if you die your character is deleted and you start again from level one so that's why it's called hardcore (laughs) good well we look forward to seeing that he's getting some great reviews um layers of fear which is coming out on the 15th um this is the unreal engine 5 updated version it's a it's it's the first two games but they've i think they've they've got a remake of those games but also they kind of melded it in through this new dlc and a new chapter called the writer which is i think they're linking it all together i mean i love layers of fear i think i might reviewed one of the games back in the day maybe two um yes yeah, it's, it's brilliant i'm really looking for i love the blue team i love what they do i love i love this game it's just an amazing kind of thing so i'm looking forward to that i've got a feeling this might come to game pass this might be a drop suddenly I don't know why. It's coming out on the 15th. I'm going to get that. Might, somebody might announce that. Mm. Mm, I don't know why. Ooh, I think that, that is tough. Uh, Blue Blue Team definitely had a few there. They had Layers. They had Observer. They had, uh, what was it? The one you were uh, the Medium? Blair Witch and the Medium. Yeah. Thank you. But then, uh, aren't they doing Silent Hill 2 now, which is mm-hmm. Sony exclusive? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah, I hope things are still going well with them and Xbox because I, I really love their stuff. Yeah, it's great. Um, look forward to that. Fifteenth um, F one twenty three. Yeah, people seem to like that. Uh, <laughs> it's coming out. I liked it back in two thousand thirteen, and it was the same game every year. So just play the new one, guys. Yeah, Neil likes these, doesn't he? He plays these. It's uh, a little story mode. And part beyond that, that's kind of interesting. I think that was Richard was a big fan of that. He was talking about that before, the little sim game. James, do you fancy this? Good little park? I don't have the time to commit to it. I wish I did. It looks, it looks my kind of game, a sim game. Um, but yeah, it, uh, no, I, I just don't have the time. I don't want to look at it anymore because it'll, it'll tease me. It'll tease you, me in. you haven't got the time. You're not going to be working there. You did to play in it for a bit. You've got to manage the whole part. <laughs> Not in real time. Well, you don't know. That could be an option. That could be an option, couldn't it? Yeah. But keep the staff happy. Paul, do you like you? Paul, you hate sim games, don't you, Paul? Um, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not massively excited about this one. I have to be honest. Um, it could be okay, but it's just, it all looks a bit daft for me it's I'm, I'm not one of these um sit there and twiddle with every little thing you know i couldn't do like a sim airport kind unless of it's game, a car like, unless it's a car in which case i'll sit there and fiddle till the cows come home um yeah it's not 
not really one for me, I don't think. Um, I'm reviewing a game at the moment that I'm in a, I'm doing an aquarium in a bedroom, setting that up. That's a great Excellent. sim game experience. It's the kind of thing you want. Uh, good. Uh, um, William, do you fancy uh, the park game, Park Beyond, uh, uh, your cup of tea? I like these games well enough. I like to play on Coaster. I liked, uh, I really liked Roller Coaster Tycoon, uh, the original trilogy on the PC. So, yeah, no, I, I think this could be good fun. It all comes down to how they adapt it to the controller, at least, because that, that's where these games tend to struggle, usually, mm-hmm. on on console. Yeah. I'm sure I'll love it on PC at any rate, but... Yeah, they're getting, yeah, better. They're getting better. Yeah, they're getting yeah. better on that UI. Um, and the next one is Paul Aliens Bloody Something Descent, is it? Is it called Aliens Dark Descent? Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be splendid. It's going to be a triumph, and I will not hear a word against it. It's it looks almost as good as Fireteam Elite. <sighs> Unbelievable! It's a turn-based um, game. Isn't it? it's, <laughs> it's a turn-based tactical game. It is. It, that's what makes it exciting because it's going. I've we've I've played games like this before in the Warhammer universe with like the Gene Stealers and stuff. Um, so doing that with Colonial Marines against aliens, it's going to be very good indeed. Yeah, I know that, that's the pull. Um, and then we just go through the rest of them. Crash Team Rumble. I think Darren was doing a bit about that. I have no interest mm, in that. No, no zero. Um, Harmony, The Fall of Reverie, which is the um, Life is Strange maker. That's just come out on PC. That is kind of interesting. Mm, it does. Um, yeah. Yeah, I fancy this. I didn't know it was coming to... It's definitely out on PC, isn't it? And on Switch, maybe. It's definitely come to consoles this month. But you play... Uh, it's kind of alternate dimensions. It just it looks really interesting. And Life is Strange makers are very good. Um, then we've got a couple more, which is Super Mega Baseball 4. We've played that before. That goes on, and do- the third one. yeah, and the Dodoin, which is coming to Game Pass on the eleventh. It's amazingly kind of little um, watercolor kind of adventure, like a little sketchbook, um, almost like a Studio Ghibli piece. Um, it's it's a game that I like. It looks like kind of little. It's adventure. Game Pass too, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's on the on the thirteenth yeah. or the eleventh. It's great. Yeah, and that's all. Have I missed one out? I've missed one out. Ghost, yeah. Ghost Trick Phantom Detective. Tell me yeah. about that, James. Well, I can't. I don't know much about it. <laughs> but I do know that it's made by the same guy that did Ace Attorney. And that's a really, really good game. So I'm interested oh, in this. Good. Um, it suits me with a ghost. That's all I know. Yeah. Um. Well, there are 13 Xbox games that we're looking forward to on the Xbox Hub, but we have got another game that's coming out in June on the other side. Of course, is Final Fantasy 16 coming out on the 22nd. That's another June. I think I'm going to get this. I'm getting more excited about it. The Adventures of Clive. William, you're a PlayStation person. Do you think you're going to get this? You're a Final Fantasy person? Uh, I am a PlayStation person, but I'm not quite sold on Final Fantasy 16 yet. But okay. that said, I am certainly hoping to be won over. I'm glad to see them going back to medieval. Uh, I I quite like that. It it just doesn't. It seems to be looking a bit more actiony, a bit less RPG, mm. which 
is it a bad thing? But not necessarily what I'm hoping for in a Final Fantasy. I, I don't think, know. I think some of the previews. I think some of the people who have played the first three hours, and it's just it's you know, is they haven't got to a point in the first three hours when it's open world yet. It's much more like fight, an hour cutscene, fight, an hour cutscene. <laughs> so, um, and that doesn't happen in other fantasy games when they. You know, they don't get going for a while. You don't get into the open world bit. But, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. The bits that I've seen of the kind of the worlds, it just it's drawn me in. I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, good. There are games. Um, gentlemen, this is this is very good. We're looking forward to June, July. There's lots of games coming. But what are we looking forward to next week? James, what are you looking forward to? It's the first ever major cup final between... Manchester United and Manchester City this weekend. Mm. So I'll be enjoying that on the telly. Um, yeah, that's it really for the next week. That's it, that's your lot. Oh, some showcases. Well, we'll talk about that in a minute, yeah. Um, Paul, what about you? What are you looking forward to? Um, it's all Diablo 4 for me, to be honest. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm really looking forward to next week. I mean, obviously I'm going fishing at the weekend and stuff. But yeah, Diablo 4 and a dust-up with James in the car park about who gets to review it. Oh, you wait, they're all going to be there. Right. in the car park. I might put my name down as well, just to get in the mix. <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's a game for you, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think it'll be too scary for James. Yeah. So. Okay. Has it still got cows in it? Has it got cows in that game? I, I, that. I don't know, mate. I've not played it yet. <laughs> yeah, it had cows in the other one, didn't it? Um, it did. The secret cow level. Good. Um, William, what are you looking forward to? Uh, obviously, the showcases as well. Uh, a lot a lot going on there. And then I have tickets to uh, Spider-Verse tomorrow. Mm. I uh, clipped coupons, so I get to see it in the moving seats and everything for pretty cheap. I really did like the first one, and this one is supposedly even better, which is... Surprising. I don't know how to really top that first one, so I'm I'm excited to see how they do it. Great. Yeah, it does look very good indeed. Um, so yeah, I think the thing we're looking forward to next week. Now, our times for next week. We're going to be covering the showcases in the next couple of podcasts. Um, next week we're going to be a bit later than normal. We're going to record on the Friday, so it probably will come out on Saturday. We're going to cover the Summer Games show. Is that right? The Jeff Keighley one. Yeah, yeah that's what we're going to do. Yeah, on the, yeah. So we're going to do, cover that one, and then the following week we're going to record on Tuesday. So that'll probably come out on the Wednesday, and then we're going to cover a bigger bumper, um, maybe a two-hour long one, and that's going to cover Ooh, the okay. X, Xbox showcase. It's going to cover the Starfield um, extra showcase afterwards, mm-hmm. and Ubisoft as well. So that's yeah, it's going to be exciting. Lots to look forward to then. Um, but for now, gentlemen, now, if we need to find you, where can we find you? William, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, I believe, at William J. Caruana. Let me just double-check that. Great. You check that while yes. I go to James. Yeah, good. <laughs> um, James, what about you? Where can we find you? Um, I'm on Twitter and Instagram, at OKGK. Good. And Paul, what about you? I am only on the Twitter, and my handle is at Xbox Hub. Great, brilliant. Um, you can find me at DD Brian on Twitter or Twitch. But for now, gentlemen, thank you very much, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Goodbye.
You've been listening to the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. We had found all the notes of this show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook. <laughs>